Rogers. This is the 77 WABC minicast. Good afternoon, folks. This is the More Money Show on WABC Talk Radio, the number one talk radio station in America, in my opinion. Uh, and so thank you so much for joining every Saturday afternoon for the More Money Show. Uh, we are on from 1 p.m. to 2 p.m. every Saturday following the great Larry Kudlow. And what an honor that is for me. Um, so I, I have a lot to cover today. By the way, we have a great show this weekend. Uh, we're going to be talking a lot about the economy, the financial markets. I have two of the best in the business coming on and Rob Arnott of Research Affiliates and Andy Puzder. So you're going to definitely want to stay for that. Um, I want to start the show, though, by talking about what is going on in Washington, D.C., because I'm uh, disgusted by some of these trends I'm seeing. And I wanted to start with this big brouhaha that's going on between the Republicans and President Biden with respect to the funding of Israel and the aid to provide uh, for the Israeli government. And I want to backtrack for a minute because we talked about this last week, for those who were listening last week, about the fact that Biden has proposed a $100 billion aid package. And to me, that is completely absurd. It is undoable. We're a country that is already $33 trillion in debt. We are running $2 trillion annual deficits. Um, we have to start paying our bills. And so uh, on Ukraine, most of you probably know that I'm against more money for Ukraine uh, because I don't believe that that money is getting to the Ukrainians, number one. Number two, I think it's the responsibility of Europe to be poning up because they're right next door to Ukraine and Russia. We're, uh, you know, thousands of miles away and the Europeans have not stepped up. They do what they always do. And Trump was the one who called them out on this. They want the United States taxpayers to pay these bills. And I'm sick of it. I don't, I'm, I'm turning more and more personally into a non-interventionist. I think that we cannot be the policemen of the world. We have to lead by example. We have to lead by being a country that's free and free markets, and hopefully the rest of the world will follow us. And so uh, that's where I am on this. So that would leave about $20 billion in the aid for Israel. Now, if we're going to provide that kind of money, then I, then I feel very strongly And I think most of you agree. I know that I get a lot of texts and a lot of emails from uh, you all, my listeners, saying uh, that we can't just keep spending money we don't have. And so there are two conditions, in my opinion, to providing this money. The first one is obvious, that if we are going to provide this money for Israel, we are going to pay for this by cutting other government programs. Now, $20 $20 billion out of a $6 trillion budget is nothing. It's less than 1% of our spending. So you're telling me they can't find 1% of, to cut? I Give me give me 15 minutes and I can show you 20% that we can cut. I could show you 30% we could cut out of this budget, and nobody would outside of Washington would even notice that that money is missing. So absolutely, uh, speak the new Speaker of the House, who I'm quite impressed with, by the way. I think he's been quite good, um, is basically saying, we're going to pay for this or you're not getting the money, Joe Biden. And I love his idea. I just love his idea of saying, 
you know what? Here's where we can cut $20 billion. We're not going to give you $80 billion to hire 75,000 new IRS agents. That's an outrage. This is the most abusive agency of Washington. Uh, anyone who's been through an audit, and I've been through several audits because I'm a conservative and, and I'm high profile, so the IRS comes after me. And don't kid yourself. This is the, this is the deep state folks. They go, the Biden administration, unlike any administration in the history of the country, even more so than Obama, uses government, uses the Justice Department, the FBI, the IRS, the State Department, and virtually every law enforcement arm of the government to go after their political enemies. This is a disgusting trend, and it's happening. So when he says, I want $80 billion for the IRS, that means anyone with a conservative point of, point of view or any high-profile Republican, they're going to go after you, and they're going to tie you up into knots. I was in a four-year dispute with the IRS uh, when I was nominated by Donald Trump to be on the Federal Reserve Board because they said I owed them $65,000. And we'd been in this dispute, and our uh, uh, accountant had said, no, actually, they owe you money. You don't owe them money. But try getting that message through to the to the thugs at the IRS. Well, they had a lien on our property. They they uh, they did everything they could. I had to pay thousands and tens of thousands of dollars of, of um, bills to accountants and lawyers. And uh, finally, 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 after going through all of this, they finally admitted, "Oh yes, whoopsie daisy, we made a mistake." And they they sent us a check, you know, for the amount that they actually owed us. By the way, there was no apology letter. <laughs> they didn't say, sorry, we put you through the ringer. They just said, whoops, and here's the money. My point is that you you think that's a problem now? Wait till they hire 80,000 more people. So, no, absolutely not. We're not going to hire these agents. And and the, uh, the speaker is saying, instead of spending all that money on the IRS, let's let's give that money, uh, part of it, to Israel. And that's I favor that, and I don't think Republicans should back down. The second thing that I feel strongly about, again, I mentioned this last week, but it's worth saying again, if we want to win the war against terrorism, if we want to beat Hamas, if we want to defeat uh, Russia and the um, evil war machine that uh, Vladimir Putin has built up, one of the single best ways of doing that is simply to produce more oil and gas and energy here at home. That's obvious, right? Trump got that. It's it's an obvious point that the country that has the most energy has the geopolitical advantage. That's why the Middle East is really dominated for so many years and decades, because they had the oil. Well, guess what? We have it now. We have the oil. We have the gas. We have the coal. We have the nuclear power. We should be producing all of that. And until Biden ends his war on American energy, I, I don't think that we should be providing more money because he's not serious about the war against terrorism. If he isn't going to produce more, uh, we have given, I shouldn't say we have given, but because of Biden's um, anti-fossil fuel measures on domestic production, Iran has benefited to the tune of about $50 billion. You can build uh, a lot of rockets and a lot of missiles with $50 billion. So those are my conditions. And I wonder what you all think about that. Um, one other quick, quick point, and I've just got a few minutes left before we get to our guests. But I want to say this. If you look at the trends in America right now, I was just looking up these statistics, and they're really saddening to me. And I wanted to recite some of these because it's it's just a big problem. So uh, Biden said he was going to build back better. Remember that? Build back better. All right. So here are some of these statistics. 
Obesity in the United States is up 20%. Uh, the most U.S. suicides ever in a year was 50,000 in 2022. The most drug overdoses deaths in a year, 106,000 in 2022. The highest inflation in 40 years, which reached 9.2% in June of 20, 2022, was the highest in four decades. The most illegal immigrants in a year, 2.8 million in 2022. And by the way, that number is going to be a lot higher in 2023. We're going to probably be well over 4 to 5 million. Highest U.S. average gas price on record was in June of 2022 at $5 a gallon. Now we're down to less than $4 a gallon, but that's still way above what it was under Trump. Um, just a couple of others. I'm, I'm not trying to be a Debbie Downer here. I'm just trying to show people what has happened in the last three years. And the idea that build back better is crazy. We've built back a lot worse. Um, most consumer credit card debt on record, one point. $08 trillion last year. That means we're probably well up to $1.2 trillion 